Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. Get driven. Stay driven. is going to try to call me right at 6 o'clock when you know I'm about to do this damn show. But welcome all, welcome one, welcome all to Big Daddy's Hard Talk, volume 66. I am Big Daddy, and I'm joined by my beautiful, very attractive co-host, Valicia Brown. Um, oh, wow. Hi, everyone. <laughs> I'm Big Daddy. Pretty brown eyes. Um... <laughs> We uh, got a you know show today. We're gonna you know put together here. Um, nothing real serious today. wasn't too much going on news wise, but you know we always gonna have something to talk about because there's always something to talk about. Uh, I put a couple of videos up on my Facebook um, page that I wanted to discuss that kind of bothered me. And Felicia, you about to say you had some WWE news you wanted to talk about? Yeah, just some WWE news, you know, a little bit of political, but we won't go into detail, just keep it short. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how was your mother's day? Um, <laughs> well, I'm not a mother, but I had um, a hand in raising my sisters, who are now 20 and 21, um, so I kind of look at myself as like a, you know, like a surrogate or whatever, but um, Mother's Day is a day where you really should, you know, put all your attention on your mother, but honestly, every day should be a day where if you have great parents, you know, you should honor them pretty much every day, so... You know my situation with my uh, <laughs> mother, so you know what Mother's Day was like for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I ain't gonna bum nobody out. You know, my mother passed um, July of 2000, so um, this has been you know 16 Mother's Days where I've been, you know, get a little down from time to time. But I think I'm getting better with it. There was a point where mm-hmm. I just totally shut down and didn't do anything, cried all day, blah, blah, blah. Me and my mother was very close. Yesterday, I felt so, I stayed pretty, you know, when I did feel myself getting a little depressed, you know, I left the house, you know, and um, mm-hmm. got some fresh air. And then I came back, I was fine. And it's, it's, it's not that I want to bum nobody else's Mother's Day because I've gotten to a, I ain't going to say argument, but a heated discussion with a friend of mine uh, that felt as though I was ruining everybody else's um, Mother's Day with my attitude. And I had to tell wow. this person, walk a mile in my shoes, then comment on how, how I'm reacting. Right, you yeah. Because yeah. you still have your mother, you're blessed. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about this person. Right. So don't think I'm directing this towards you. I'm not. I'm talking about this person that I got to this heated discussion with. 
this person still has their mother and is still able to do for their mother. You can walk, wake up in the morning, go into your mother's room and see your mother. I don't have that option anymore. So excuse me if I get a little down and I get a little depressed or if I'm not out buying a bunch of mother's gifts and stuff like that because I even tried that for a while. Like when Mother's Day came around, I would get a bunch of women that I knew was mothers. I would get them little gifts, flowers, stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. But these same women I was running out to buy stuff for were the same women that was giving me the ass to kiss the first time they had a chance to do it. So I got out of it. And I'm not trying to, you know, make this about me and nothing like that. I'm not. All I'm saying is to all the people out there that can kind of relate to what I'm saying, you know, you could call in 718-508-9883 and give your opinion about it. I'm not pissing on Mother's Day. I'm really not. If you choose to celebrate it with your mother, that's fine. If you will put post pictures up with you and your mom doing this and that, that's fine. And in your case, Felicia, you raised two individuals at a young age. And I ain't trying to put mm-hmm. your business out there, but you did. And you yeah, we- have have never birthed a child, but to me, you were a mother in a motherly role. You know what I'm saying? And you mm-hmm. should be commended. Thank you. And, and, you know, in regards to that incident and that person, I was just going to say, you know, it goes both ways. Like, I just, you know, told you that um, Mother's Day really isn't a good day for me because I don't have that good relationship um, with my mother. So, you know, to get on social media and to see pictures of people happy with their mom and, you know, everyone posting about Mother's Day, my whole feed on social media was Mother's Day. You know, it's kind of a downer for us, too. So to that person, they really need to, like you said, walk a mile in someone else's shoes because yesterday I got kind of, you know, depressing all all the Mother's Day stuff on Facebook. So you're absolutely right. So you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So, like I said, I'm not pissing on the whole thing. And then the Father's Day come around, I don't expect much. You know what I'm saying? Well, Father's Day, I don't need they much. don't really do anything for Father's Day. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. They don't really do jack for Father's Day on top of it. <laughs> but here's another thing that gets me, and this one might be cutting a little deep. I don't care who's listening is what it is. <clears throat> But if you do have a mother and your mother has done for you and you didn't take the time to do nothing for your mother yesterday, <laughs> you should get smacked in your face. Yeah. Because people like Especially me if you're that older. wish. Exactly. If you're an adult, if you're a young adult, if you're an older adult, whatever you are, and you don't take the time to at least send your mother a $5 card to at least do something special for your mother. You ain't got to spend no money, but if you do something special, you're going to cook the breakfast, lunch, dinner, whatever have you you wanted to do. Take her out for a walk. Just say, Mother, I appreciate you. Mother, I love you. I wish I still had five minutes to have a conversation with my mother. And if you don't take that time to do that, Lord help you when your mother finally shut, shuts her eyes and you don't have that opportunity. Because let me put it like this, and Felicia, I'm really not trying to put your business out there. But you did take time to do something with your mother. Mm-hmm, I did. Even though y'all relationship it is what it is, you took the time to do something with your mother. And I, I appreciate that, and I commend you for that. Because a lot of people would have been like, screw it. Mm-hmm. So, sorry if I'm putting your business out there. I'm really not trying to it's fine. It's completely fine. It's, you know, it's like a PSA to people. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to get off that whole thing before I really get emotional. So anyway. <laughs> Just know you were a really good son to your mother. So, you know, you you now have to, you know, kind of hone on to those memories. And, you know, that's something everybody can do too. You know, hold on and remember the good memories. So. You yeah, can go to see a friend of mine, that you were good to your mom. Yeah. A friend of mine put um something up on um a picture I posted on Facebook a couple of days ago. And I didn't even 
realize this conversation happened. But I thought it was funny when she um, she explained to me, because I put a picture up of me and my family, my mother, my father, my sister, and my nephew. And um, this person said, yeah, I, I, you know, I loved your mother. I miss her, too. I remember the first time I met her. And I was like, <laughs> what happened? And she explained the story how my mother cracked the joke. Like, I started the joke, and my mother, without missing a beat, came right in on the joke. And I just thought it was hilarious. And to me, it like it made me chuckle to myself. Remember, yeah. like, you see where I get my sense of humor from? Because <laughs> <laughs> we had the same sense of humor. So, you know, here I was cracking a joke on somebody, and she joined right in. And that's the time me and my mother were. And um, there's another inside joke my mother had. And forgive the language I'm about to use in this one, but I always thought it was funny. Um if we went, if I was in a room, and um, and then the room was hot, I would say, "Dang, mom, it's hot as hell in here." Like, what you trying to roast a nigga in here? And she was like, "Yeah, I'm trying to roast a nigga." I was like, "Ain't nothing worse than roasted nigga." And she would go, "Yeah, because roasted nigga stinks." And I just thought it was funny. Lord. And that's just how her wit was with you know certain jokes that we had together. And I really do miss her. And, and I know my sister, mm. she's listening. I know she misses her too because my sister, who's been like a mother to me, um, had a real close relationship with my mother. And she took it just as hard, if not harder, when my mother passed. So if my sister is mm. listening, trust me, sis, I love you. You've been like a mother. I understand what, you're, what you've been going through. And she was a great uh, mother to my nephew. And they went out and had a their little day yesterday. I thought it was cute. And, um, you know, it is what it is. So I'm getting off of that now. Speaking of mothers, happy Mother's Day to Slim Whiskey. You've been a real mother for a long time. No, um, <laughs> there was a video I posted today on my Facebook, um, my Facebook page that had a mother complaining that her son was at a basketball camp and he was in the same hotel with Kobe Bryant and Scottie Pippen. And the people who ran the camp gave the boy instructions not to talk to these people. And the mother was really pissed off and she used some choice words. And, um, <laughs> about how, you know, they should be more appreciative of the fans and stuff. And I totally agree with what she was saying. She didn't have to quite put it like that with the harsh language that she used. But yeah, like with Kobe Bryant, when he was in trouble, when he got in trouble with that girl in that hotel room, you know, his fans stood behind him. Mm -hmm. And he got through it because of his fans. And the same thing with Scottie Pippen when his old lady was cheating on him with that rapper. Everybody still behind Scottie Pippen. He's still with this lady. You got to be more appreciative to your fans. And if I was ever to be famous, like really, really famous, I would treat all my fans the same. Like I would really go out the way for my fans. If it wasn't for them, I'll be nothing. And a little bit of fans that I do have, people that recognize me and stuff like that, I go out my way to be nice because you never know. You don't want these people to go back and say something nasty about you or not to support you in any type of way. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the evolution? Well, I'm not a Kobe Bryant fan anyway. I I I, I can't stand them. Um, but to be fair, you know, I didn't see the video, so I don't know, nor was I there. But were these instructions that, you know, they were given by the people that were putting on the camp or worked there, or were these the actual wishes of, you know, the basketball players that were there? The way the mother had put it, this was the instruction for the people who ran the camp. Yeah, so we don't really know. And from what I know about, uh, not Scotty Pippen, Kobe Bryant, I, I believe it. <laughs> from what I know about Kobe Bryant, and a little bit I've dealt with the NBA and behind the scenes of the NBA and you know locker room stuff like that, yeah, mm-hmm. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, I'm not Kobe a fan of his. Very anti-social person. 
career where you know he was retiring, and that's where he might have took a little bit of time to start a little bit of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that. Much as I loved him on the court, couldn't get Allison. He would. Wouldn't take a picture with you. Now he's doing it because it's, you know he's getting paid to do it. And for the most part, he wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I kind of sort of believe him. I just think it's horrible. That's all I feel. Yeah, it is. I mean, especially when the fans are putting their money out, you know. But if they were hired to do a job, you know, teach these kids basic skills, whatever, whatever, you know, they don't really have to go out of their way. But it would be nice to set a good example for the kids. Yeah, because that's the main thing. When I'm, you know, around about driving home, with the point I'm trying to make is you want to set an example for a kid. If you take that five minutes to do that, that might change that kid's life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When the kid be like, you know what? That was nice. He might grow up to be the next Kevin Durant. Most two by basketball is that okay, and I had to uh correct my son with that and if um anybody that's listening, if my phone is really breaking up, I really apologize yeah. I'm having trouble with my reception, so um, I'm trying to get through it. Hold on a second, let me try something else. How's that now? Is that any better? Yeah, it's fine. All right. I didn't um, hear what your last point was. Oh, the last point was as far as um, the little kids and the neighborhood. I said I coached a lot of little boys, a lot of little girls. And the one thing that I noticed with um were very cocky. Hmm. And you don't want to have these cocky kids to grow up to be cocky adults. And I said, well, these cocky kids, that I noticed when I coached basketball was even my son. And I had to kind of correct him from time to time because my son was, again, still is, a gifted basketball player. And he was just a little short, but he was very gifted. And he had a certain swagger to him himself when he was on the court. Mm-hmm. And I want to break him of that. And um, that's why you, you got to kind of teach these kids that that's not cool. You know what I'm saying? And that's where I'm at with that. Like, you really got to start to um, show these kids it's good to be humble. And I don't see, like, a lot of these really good kids coming up now that's playing basketball or football, what have you, because attitude, like, I'm the man, I'm the shit, you know, you can't stop me. Even when I watch it, I'm a fan of uh, Friday Night Tikes, and I watch that (laughs) show. And I see the coaches encouraging the better players to be cocky. Mm. Go get me. Hey, take her on. Go get me. They ain't got nothing for you. Uh, and the kids out there, you ain't got nothing for me. Did it? I'm like, come on, man. Like, really? That's not cool. You should be teaching them to be humble about their abilities. Yeah. You feel me? I do. I don't know if they were, you know, using it as a way of intimidation for the other team or whatever, but I don't know. But, yeah, it, it all starts with humility, I think. People think that skill is what makes an athlete all the time, but it's, you know, being a good person, too. Exactly. So, um, I don't. Can you hear me? Yeah. I was going to say, I don't know if you heard about that story. Um, there was a, a football player on an airplane, and he was sitting, you know, I don't know if it was a couple seats in front of um, a mother and her young son. Um, who had just made a elite hockey team, and they were watching everything that this football player was doing, and she left him a, a note about how um, 
how much of a good example he set for his her young son, who you know is also into sports and an athlete. She said, like, down to his, you know, his food choices were healthy. Um, he was reading books. Um, he was respectful to staff on the airplane. She said, so thank you for, like, setting that good example for her son. And that's, you know, really what it's all about. Who was the player? Do you remember? I forget I who the player was. Like you know that. I don't like football. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I'll look it up and I'll I'll tell you. All right. That's cool, though. That's cool. That is really cool. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, you never know who's now, watching, you know. You never know who's watching. Now, moving on. Um, and I hope you, you know, try to get back to me with that player's name. I really like to say it while we're on the air. I will. Um, oh, let me look for it. Ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. Um, mm-hmm. There was another video I posted. This boy was eating his lunch or whatever in the wrong neighborhood. And the video clearly shows the little boy sitting there eating whatever. That's videotaping everything. They'll block him and he's standing in front of him and he's moving carts in front of whatever. Instagram, they put the car. People out there, videotaping. Um, I'm worried about these people videotaping all this stuff. And I don't want to see them get hurt along with the people who get the rest of hurt. And these, these cops are really getting out of control. Well, how do you feel about it? Um, you were in and out, but I did watch the video on your page. Um, and I don't know, you know, what happened before that video was filmed, but, you know, depending on where you are, you do have a a right to use your own personal cell phone and, you know, film something that's happening. Um, But I don't know. I I really hope he wasn't targeted just because of his skin color and where he decided to sit. But he wasn't doing anything wrong. He wasn't doing drugs. There weren't, you know, a gang of people around him. So I just thought it was horrible. All that force was not needed. All that, uh, you know, all the manpower and the numbers was certainly not needed. And I don't think it's ever going to stop, you know. I really don't think it's ever going to stop. I apologize to everybody with my phone and um, going in and out. I really apologize. I'm trying to to fix it. But anyway, yeah, I totally agree with what you said. And um, this has become an epidemic that really has to be stopped. And Felicia, I want to thank you for covering for me every time this phone backs up. So keep letting me know what it acts up, please. But, um, yeah, it's just – and I'm seeing too many of the videos. Another video I posted the other day that I shared, and you commented on it, was um these kids that were sitting outside of a uh, gas station that uh, just came from a basketball game. The cops that surrounded, wanted to give them a hard time, asking them why was he sitting there and this, that, and the fourth. And the guy was like, I went to the store. I got some gas, and I bought something in the store, and I'm just sitting out here. Even when they went back inside the store, the dude that worked there was like, yeah, you got some gas, and that was it. Like, black people can't even sit and talk or just sit and we got to be a route the whole time. We got to be for A to B. We can't just sit and talk in our cars no more or at a public place anymore mm. without being up to something. And I've had this happen to me. In my life, and I shared this with Alicia the other day, I had this happen where I was in front. I was a teenager. Or me, I might have been 20, whatever. I was sitting up in front of my house with a couple of friends. We were sitting in the car talking, and cops rolled up asking what we were doing sitting there. I had to tell them, like, look, I live in this house right here. We're the only black family on this block, and I live in this house right here. So you know where I live at. You know who I am. Why are you harassing me? 
then they went ahead and did whatever and drove off. But it's like it's disgusting. Mhm. And I'm just really getting tired of it. And I'm tired. Of, and I know I see these videos, and something is a part of me that says don't watch it, but then there's another part of me that says watch it. And I watch these videos, and I just get angrier and angrier and angrier because it's pissing me off. It's like it has to come to an end. And um, I saw something. I heard something on the radio. I can't say saw something on the radio. But I heard something on the radio the other day how um, all these Trump supporters feel since Trump been in office, they feel like they got a, a voice down and talking about, like, the skinheads and the KKK and the white supremacists feel like they got a voice down going down to the police force where they feel as though they could beat a brother up and ain't nothing going to happen. Look what happened to Trayvon. Look what happened to all these other people. You could beat the shit out of them, kill them or whatever, and ain't nobody going to jail. And I feel as though that they feel like they have a right to do whatever they want to do and get away with it. Yep. You have um, anything else to say on that? It said, um, I don't know, now it's seeming like they're just attacking attacking youth in general because they know youth is, you know, a voice and a, a power that can, you know, bring to light a lot of things and spread things, especially with the use of social media. But I was going to do it at the end of the show, but I think now is a good time to talk about what tomorrow is. And tomorrow is actually um, the primary voting for many states. Um, You know, a lot of people think it stops with the president. Oh, you voted in the election, you know, who you like or who you didn't like got into office and you think your vote didn't count or it's over, but it's not. Um, tomorrow is a day where we vote for our school board leaders, um, our mayors, and, you know, just people on our councils um, for our cities and our towns, and it's just really important. These are the people that can either strengthen the president or, you know, stop what they're doing. So, and these are the people that can make your towns a lot better, too. They can make your towns productive or not productive. So if you're not happy with things that are going on, you've got to vote for people in your towns and your cities to make it better. You've got to get them in office to help. So I will be out there voting. It's too late to, to register to vote, but you can go to, for Pennsylvania, it's vote, votes. PA.com, figure out where your polling place is. Don't let people deter you from, you know, voting or don't let people falsely say that you can't vote here when you know it's your polling place. But it's just so important to to get these people in office. They can either strengthen your president um, or, you know, tear them down. And right now we need a good opposing force to kind of balance everything that you know, the Cheeto in charge is doing. But if you don't, if you're not happy with what's going on in Washington, like I'm not, you got to vote. And if you aren't happy, still vote. It's your God-given right that a lot of people aren't taking advantage of. And right. I'm going to be just like you tomorrow. I'm going to vote. I'm going to vote. I wanted to work the polls this time around, and I didn't get a chance to get in touch with the lady in time. I lost her card. Because I mm-hmm. did get a card from it, and then I lost it. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Yeah, then I lost the card, and I didn't get a chance. But the next time, when I go in there to vote tomorrow, I'm going to get some information so I can work the polls the next election. Right. It's important that we really get involved. And we can speak about changing things, but if you're either part of the problem, you're part of the solution. Right. And that's where I'm at with it. Just research uh, online, you know, who's running. Just do your research yes. online about, you know, who's running for what and what certain office does. You know, you can even look into running for something one day, you know. I'm, I'm going to run for mayor. You should. Big you should. Mayor. You should. <laughs> I know some people I'm going to boy. Please. <laughs> I say that. Gone. Oh, boy. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm strange. But um, let's take this commercial break, and then we're going to come back with some WWE news and um, some relationship stuff, and then we're going to put a ball on it and take it home. 
Big Daddy's Hard Talk, Volume 66. Crap. Um, <laughs> keep talking, Felicia. So, yeah, go out uh, and yeah. yeah, definitely go out and vote. You know, you know everything that you might or might not know, everything that's going on with Washington, and I'm not going to say his name, so I'll call him Cheeto in charge, everything that he's done with the FBI. But <laughs> every day I'm Cheeto seeing another group that he does not care about, and it's like there's no more groups left. You hate women, you hate minorities, you hate the FBI, you hate the justice system, you hate any minority. It's just really bad. So we don't want our towns to get like this either. So please right. get out and vote. I got it fixed now. Um, thank you, Felicia. Big mm-hmm. Daddy's Hard Talk, Volume 66. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detective's quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence, or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from homes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza. $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause, www.caseyscause.com. Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our store is voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our Wacky Stores page on Facebook. And welcome back. Big Daddy's Hard Talk, Volume 66. I am Big Daddy. And I'm joined by my beautiful co-host, Felicia Brown. Oh, my gosh. Hi, guys. <laughs> You're funny, Big Daddy. <laughs> I'm telling the truth, though. So uh, no. you had some WWE news? 
Uh, just a little bit. Um, well, yeah. One one heat feud that's going on right now, and you know some news revolving around the current uh, production of the show, I guess. But it seems as though Braun Strowman um, has successfully went through his elbow surgery. The way they worded it, it said that it was done at the hands of Brock. Let I mean uh, Roman Reigns. So I don't know if if this is more of a shoot, but. I could have sworn they said he would be out six to eight weeks. Now they're saying about six to eight months he's going to be out, and that's a long time. Six to eight months. Yeah, so I don't know if they're trying to spin it to make Roman look strong, but I don't know. This just throws a huge monkey wrench into the current programming, so it's really weird. And I'm hearing rumors that Brock Lesnar is going to be there tonight because both him and Randy have reached and surpass their 30-day, you know, um, title defending. Ain't that some crap? It really is. And um, speaking of Randy Orton, too, I don't know if anyone's paying attention to Twitter and social media, but he's in kind of a war of words with um, Bubba Ray Dudley right now. Um, the yeah, original tweet... Yeah, the original tweet um, was Randy giving props to the likes of Ric Flair and Triple H, and then he kind of shot on uh, Bubba Ray Dudley, Hardcore Holly, um, and someone else, and he was just talking about his attitude and this and that. And then um, Bubba Ray had tweeted, him diving through the ropes. I'm assuming this was at an ROH show because it was with, you know, the um, the Young Bucks. Um, and he he said, hashtag dive, as, you know, him diving through the ropes. And Randy Orton shot on that, and he made a whole, whole thing about, you know, these newer wrestlers doing all this flippity-floppity stuff, and, you know, older wrestlers are better, and uh, Bubba Ray is sloppy and sad, and I, I just, it was so unwarranted because Bubba Ray did nothing as far as I know, but it, it just seems like Randy's really running off with his mouth, and I'm an Orton fan, but honestly, he has no room to talk because these guys are entertaining. They're putting their bodies on the line, and they're entertaining the crowd, you know, given it's more so towards the athletics nowadays than storylines or, you know, actual mat wrestling, but they're entertaining. And Randy Orton, I mean, I'm sorry, but you haven't been entertaining in like a decade now. And, (laughs) you know, you as a face, you're not really that entertaining. So I think you should stop just collecting checks and actually invest in the fans who are watching you. As far as, okay, and you know how I feel about, Wrestling nowadays in this and forth, and I had to sit back and. Can you hear me clearly? Yes. Okay. As far as the flippity floppity quick style of wrestling, personally, no, I'm not a fan of it. But I don't have to be a fan of it as long as people are entertained by what they do. It's okay with me. Right. And. It, it's about what the fans want to see. It's not about what I like. And I was a fan of wrestling back in the uh, late 70s, early 80s, into the 90s, just standing for And I'm still a wrestling fan. But every I know that everything has to evolve. And wrestling has evolved. So the same stuff that was good or getting over 25 years ago is not going to get over with the fans now. Fans want more out of their wrestlers, and you have to give it to them. You have to Mm -hmm. give the wrestlers whatever they – I'm sorry, you have to give the fans whatever they want to bring them in because they're the ones that's paying your bills. They're the ones that's buying tickets to these wrestling shows. So if a fan wants to come out to see Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, uh, uh, whoever, uh, AJ Styles, and I'm an AJ Styles fan. 
and he does flip flop, whatever, blah blah blah. But I love AJ Styles, so there is. You have to just evolve with it and get out of the past. You got to just suck it up and get out of the past. As long as you pay respects to the older wrestlers that paved the way, then you have to give these younger guys the opportunity to carry the torch. And that's where I think the problem was because we got so stagnated with these older guys still lumbering around, still not doing what they could, and you let a lot of these great young guys stay in the Indies too long, and now when you finally do try to move them up, they're in their late 30s, early 40s, where they, you kind of wish that they would have been at this plateau when they were younger and really could have stole the show. And I feel like just Randy's got sour grapes because he knows that these younger guys eventually are going to take his spot. Right. It and is, I, 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 Sorry to cut you off, but I commend no, Robert no, Ray no. because he's an older wrestler and he's diving through ropes right now. He's older and he's bigger. And he's taking that chance diving through ropes. I think that's great. And as much, excuse my French, but if you can say it on TV, you can say it on Big Days, Hard Talk. A much of a dick that Big uh, that Bubba Ray Dudley is, I give him credit because Bubba Ray, even when he was heavier, could work. He mm-hmm. lost weight. He lost a ton of weight and still could work. He is one of the most underrated wrestlers. Around now, and even at his age, because I think Bubba, if I'm blah blah blah, Bubba <laughs> gotta be <laughs> Bubba gotta be 44 if he ain't 45 years old, and for him to be jumping in and out of ropes and stuff, and all the wars he's been through with his body and stuff, God bless him, God bless him, and Randy yeah. just need to stop tweeting this stuff. And why are you even mentioning these guys that are not even in the WWE anymore? Let them be. Let them be. Let them make their living. You making your living. Your, your, he was blessed. And let him go. And I'm not taking nothing away from anything Randy did because Randy is good at – Randy could tell a story. I give you that. And as far as his work, as far as what he does, Randy can tell a story. You talk about Cena and Cena's five moves of doom. Randy might be eight moves of doom. Really watch what mm-hmm. Randy does. He does the exact same shit every match. I'm just being real. But You're right. I'm not taking nothing away from him. And he just needs to pump his brakes when it comes to that. That's just my opinion. I agree. I agree. And, you no, know, I agree. You made a great point when you said, you know, you don't have to like it, but you're willing to put you know, your personal preference on the line just to see the sport of wrestling succeed. And I think that's a really good point that you made. It has to evolve. Right. And I think wrestling's in a really good state right now. It's all these free agents, you know, we're kind of getting back into, like, the territories where indie wrestling is a territory now. And, you know, (laughs) WWE's just picking them through. (laughs) Yeah, picking up the bones. Just taking, they're, they're taking who they want, and it is what it is. And yeah, I had another point. I lost train. Oh, just like the NBA, the NBA had to evolve, and it had to go to where people like, like, like a lot of people was really into the N one um, league and the N one games and all the crossovers and dunks and the hip hop side of it. So what did the NBA do? I'm sorry. The NBA went and the NBA evolved, and they started with the the hip-hop uh, part of it and the crossovers and the, the Golden State Warriors came along, and they started firing up three-pointers from half court and this, that, and the fourth, and they're bringing the fans in. It's whatever's going to make people buy tickets. Same thing with the NFL. The NFL is huge right now. The NFL just had their NFL draft outside and had 80,000 people out there. Mm-hmm. To see a draft. So whatever's going to bring fans in, just go with it. And a lot of people who paved the way, you paved the way, now let the way be paved and go sit down somewhere and just sit back and yeah. watch. <laughs> Randy made a couple of, I forgot. 
Uh, but I said, I think Randy made four point six mil, or might have been three point eight mil, something like that. Uh, sit up, shut up. You worked six months last year and made all this money. Shut up. Jerry, <laughs> count on Big Daddy for a funny answer. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, I'm going to a relationship, kind of sort of relationship question. And then um, we're going to put a bow on this and send it home. And here's my question. And this is kind of just a question. This is kind of Mother's Day related. And I'm going to go with it. If you're in a relationship with somebody that you don't have kids with, okay, but you do have a child and you buy the mother of your child a Mother's Day gift, do you think that's disrespectful as far as that person or like do you like just say, okay, that's, that's you know, his child's mother and that's cool, it is what it is? Do you get upset about it or do you just let it go? How do you feel about that? Disrespectful to who? You mean if you have a child with someone and you're no longer together? Uh, yeah, if you have a child with someone, you're no longer with, with this person. You're with somebody else that you don't have children with, but you buy the person that you have a ch- that you have the child with a Mother's Day gift. Now you that's in that relationship, I'm talking about the person that you with now. Like, do you feel as though that person should be upset? Or no. Because uh, it depends if if you're on good terms with your ex, you know, you guys have a cordial relationship, you co parent well. Depends what the gift is and it depends what you do with your current partner. Because you better do something bigger and better <laughs> with that person for sure. But um I think I asked a similar question to someone else. And, you know, I just said, do you even, like, wish them a happy Mother's Day? Or I saw it on Facebook. That's what it was. Somebody was mm-hmm. asking, do I even call, you know, my baby mom and wish her a happy Mother's Day? And the consensus was, yes, he should have called. So it really just depends. Like, don't be giving her, you know, no jewelry or diamonds. Just maybe like a oh, gift no. card. <laughs> just give her a gift card or even just call her. Now, I tell you, I did send a text and say, Happy Mother's Day. And they sent mm-hmm. a text back and said, Thank you. And that's as far as it went. <laughs> I wasn't buying no gift. <laughs> Damn sure I wasn't buying no jewelry, nothing like that. I wasn't sending no flowers. I wasn't doing nothing like that. All I said was, Happy Mother's Day. person said, Thank you. And that's where the conversation ended. And that's where it should have ended. You're trying to play all gangster, but you are very cordial and very friendly with your the mother of your child. So stop. Yeah, we cool. <laughs> we cool. And in the past, I've gotten them Mother's Day gifts, but it was from the kid. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, y'all, you know, I would sign that kid's name to it or say, all right, this is from such and such. To you. <laughs> but things like I'm saying, hey, baby, you know, uh, rickety rocky rod, no. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I wouldn't be mad, but I think just like you said, like, it's just a line you can't cross when it comes to this. Mm-hmm. And as long as you don't cross that line, you're cool. And, like, don't open no doors to go back to screw your baby's mom, nothing like that, because y'all yeah, broke up for yeah. a reason. Y'all broke up for a reason. And let that reason be that reason and move on. And the person Definitely. you with, you just the person you with, the respect, the, you know, that might be my baby's mom, but you the person I'm with now, and I love you, and I'm with you. You feel me? Yes, I do. And you're right. All right, we're going to put a bow on this and send it home. Thank you for tuning in to Big Daddy's Hard Talk. 
volume 66. Like I said, I, pro- I apologize for the technical difficulties in the beginning. I'm going to try to do something different for the next show that, you know, might be a little bit better than me on the cell phone and fading in and out. But um, see what I can do. Any last words, Felicia? No. Everyone get out and vote if you are registered. If not, please look into getting registered. And I'm going to end it with this. It's getting warmer out. And this week coming up, the temperatures are going to be 88, 90-something, blah, blah, blah. It's going to be warm for the rest of this week. So it might have been a little chilly today. The rest of this week is going to be warm. Keep an eye on your kids. Because a lot of kids are going to be running around outside doing a bunch of dumb shit. Keep an eye on your kids to make sure they're not damaging other people's property. Give them something to do just to them outside and say have at it. Like, make sure they're outside doing something constructive. At least, like I said, keep an eye on them. You see them doing something, they ain't got no business. Correct them. Or if you see somebody out there that's doing something, tell them or do something. Like, just don't let them tear up people's property. Because I see that happening already. And not to get too much of my business out there, I see why I'm going to have to step to somebody because they kid is tearing shit up. <laughs> so on that note, can you, go ahead. Go I was ahead. gonna say, can you like Facebook Live that or something? Sure, <laughs> I really should. I really yes. should. Because I'm about to tell somebody, like, look. Anyway, um, there's three different types of people in the world: those who don't know what happened, those who wonder what happened, and people like Big Daddy and Felicia Brown that make things happen. Take your ass out there and vote. God bless you all. Good night. Have a good week, and we will be back next week. Love you all. Bye, everyone.